0: Broadcasting from Melbourne, Australia, the numerous recipient of the world's most livable city award and the sporting and coffee capital of the universe, we are not men, we are 42 to Doomsday, the third greatest Doctor Who podcast in Australia. I'm Rob. And I'm Mark. And we are the team who put
1: back into Nine the guys who were warned off staging their Bandral Sock Puppet show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and the fellows who make Statler and Waldorf look like Sean Spicer and Kellyanne Conway. <laughs>
0: One of our most popular segments of our podcast, with our three listeners, is Opposites Attract, or, as we have now renamed it to, Alternative Facts, where we take a topic related to the world of Doctor Who and go head-to-head to to see which viewpoint wins. And one of our three listeners, Dylan Green, sent this topic in for us to discuss. I think there should be a face-off of Dark Doctors, i.e. who was the better amalgamation of the Doctor's dark side, the Valyard or the Dream Lord, from Amy's Choice if you don't remember. Don't worry, I didn't remember it either. Love the show. Love the show. And the segment, by the way. Thank you, Dylan. We don't like to disappoint, so in tonight's uh, special episode, we're going to discuss that very topic, isn't that right, Rob? Correct, Mark. Now, I have taken the side of the uh, Knackers Yard, or the Valyard, and you have taken the side of the other bloke. The Dream Lord, Mark. Fantastic. Who will triumph, I'm sure. Well, he won't triumph in height, will he? Don't be harsh to Toby Jones, he's a wonderful actor. Have you seen Dad's Army? No, I haven't. Uh, we flipped the coin, and away
1: you go. Well, thank you, Mark. Yes, I have uh, taken on championing the... The, uh, the Dream Lord from Amy's Choice, which is actually a fine episode from uh, Matt Smith's first uh, series. It is his first series, isn't it, Mark?
0: That's right. First and one of
1: his best. Effectively, the Doctor drops the equivalent of acid and goes on a cosmic trip with a massive downer at the end of that. And that downer comes in the form of the lumpen shape of one Toby Jones, detectorist and gialloist. That's a reference to Berberian Sound Studio for those people who have not watched that fine movie. While the Vallyard is the amalgam of the Doctor's darker side, or whatever excuse JNT and Eric Sayward came up this week with, the Dream Lord is an extension of the Doctor's self-loathing, fueled by those uh, little uh, seed pods, I think they were, uh, and is a far more intimate villain than the Vallyard's cackling vaudevillian villian. So let's have a look at how the Dream Lord is a far, far worse, which means better, than the Knackers Yard. Sorry, I mean Valeyard. <laughs> Now, Smith has a face like a shovel, while his dark avatar has a bulbous head. How much must the Doctor really hate himself if his alternate personality is uglier than him? But it's worse than that. Instead of the Doctor's subconscious giving his dream avatar a better costume, he gives him the same costume, including a slightly oversized bow tie. You know what they say about the size of a man's bow tie? No? Uh, neither do I. Moving right along. The beauty of the dream lord is in his subtlety mark. Where the Valiard rails and rants and struts and frets. The Dream Lord steps into reality, sticks the stiletto between the doctor's ribs, then clicks his fingers and moves on. For those who prefer the quiet life of a sinister maestro, then the Dream Lord is your man. An added point in the Dream Lord's favour is the fact that Amy's choice is in fact a very good episode. It's marginally better than Trial of a Time Lord. By definition, even the worst story from the classic era is better than the best story from the new series, period. Why Simon Nine never bothered to write for the series again is a mystery worthy of a pumpkin-faced alter ego sticking pitchforks in your backside. Anyway, the doorbell has just rung. It's that lovely old lady from down the road. She appears to have something in her mouth.
0: I will concede one uh, thing, though, Rob. Amy's choice is marginally better than *Trial of a Time Lord* in its uh, 14 part entirety. But look, I want to take you up on one point. The Time Lords brought the Valyard into existence because they actually needed somebody to effectively try the Doctor, so who better to try the Doctor than himself? And of course the word Valyard allegedly means a learned court prosecutor. But the Dream Lord, as you mentioned before, only came into existence because the doctor picked up a dodgy plan at the garden center and got some pollen on the time motor. It sounds like uh, he's been uh, munching on the uh, magic mushrooms there, Rob. And what a name, Dream Lord. Valyard is a legal title. The Dream Lord sounds like somebody who's selling dodgy uh, second-hand bedroom furniture shouting, grand sale, grand sale, and then offering 50% on lumpy mattresses. I mean, where the heck is the menace in that. The Valyard always aimed high in his machinations. He wanted to wipe out the Time Lords. He of course wanted to take over the Doctor's uh, uh, persona because he actually loved that uh, coat that he wore so much that he actually wanted to become him. And of course, uh, the Valyard's greatest triumph, inventing the Megabyte Modem, or as it's called in Australia, the NBN. The Valyard, let's be honest, some of his plans, things to go slightly awry. According to the four novels and the 120 CDs that Big Finished have uh, put out, which features his character, he's destroyed Gallifrey with a doomsday weapon, he actually gave the Thals a formula to wipe out the Daleks before their creation, and the best thing he actually did was to uh, leave the entire crew of the Hyperion 3 dead. That's a bit of a plus in my book. On the flip side of that, he's actually so bonkers, he actually went and killed himself. Literally According to Gary Russell's he jests at scars. He actually was trying to stop the uh, fourth doctor going uh, to Legopolis. So what did he do? Time rams in and actually kills the fourth doctor. I mean, what they call that? Career suicide? But what's a dream lord done really? I mean, apart from turning a TARDIS into a freezer, creating killer pensioners, and let's be honest, he couldn't even succeed in bumping off the three people in a TARDIS. So he's a bit useless, to be honest. Maybe... Rob, if uh, the Dream Lord wore a set of robes like the Valyard wore and uh, maybe called himself Dark Helmet, things might have worked out slightly better for him.
1: Look, Mark, I think the, uh, the, uh, the Dream Lord is a much nattier dresser than uh, the, or the, the Valyard, I think the Valyard is. Uh, look, I've said it before, a stereotypical villain who wears black, looks menacing, um, and you know what they say, I mean, he's the, he's the dark side of the Doctor, he's effectively the Doctor's clone, yes? Yes, and the reason I say that, it's, a, it's becoming a science fiction cliche that when you, you meet your clone, you're inevitably destined to have sex with yourself. So just keep that thought from your mind. Listen to the
0: viewpoint of my learned friend. I can see that uh, Amy's Choice is a great episode, but even Big Finish haven't uh, touched him again. To me, proves that uh, the character was uh, pretty forgettable. Well, I can see your points about the Valiard. Uh, the Valiard did interest
1: me when I was a lad, watching Trial of a Time Lord on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, but I, I must say that uh, it's a mark of the quality of the Dream Lord that Big Finish haven't haven't recycled him endlessly <laughs> through their CDs and it is a pleasant surprise that in the later days of uh, Stephen Moffat it's almost like the uh, the fall of um, of Saigon it's a <laughs> sign of quality that Stephen Moffat has not brought uh, the Dream Lord back
0: to uh, finish off this 42 to Doomsday After Dark episode I've been Mark I've been Rob KEEE PUNCHING <laughs>
1: You've just listened to another episode of 42 to Doomsday, the podcast that loves talking about Doctor Who. We'd love to hear from our listeners. Please drop us a line at 42 to Doomsday at gmail.com. We can be reached at facebook.com forward slash 42 to Doomsday. If brevity is your game, we can be found on Twitter at 42 to Doomsday. Please check out our blog, 42 to where Mark and I occasionally have something interesting to say. Aside from iTunes, you can listen to us via Stitcher and Player FM. If you enjoyed listening to us, leave a review on iTunes. As always, thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll speak with you again soon.
0: I absolutely love Eric Sayward.